Sorry I didn't see you there, this is an audio medium. If you grew up on Disney Channel shows and DCOMs, my time mouse sheen is ready for you to take a journey back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! What is up, time travelers? Welcome back to the Time Machine Podcast with me, Becca Stogner. And me, Hunter Martin. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but the seasons is ch- are changing, and so are my sinuses. Oh, I, mm-hmm. The other day, I woke up, I was, like, coughing, and I was coughing. It's like, this is probably the best I've felt. I mean, it's just, I've just been so, uh, like congested it's in my voice and so the other day i woke up and i said hey to someone i was like hi think oh my god <laughs> it literally was i could probably like sing baby lock them doors and turn the lights down low like okay in, josh turner turn should i do it again turn some music on my my apartment complex hid a pumpkin and if you find the pumpkin and bring it back to the office you get a prize and I went outside for looking for the pumpkin for about an hour a couple of days ago. And the air is like so cold. And just with all my allergies and stuff, when I came back inside, I was like, <gasps> for like about an hour. And I didn't uh, find the damn pumpkin. It's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. I know. I think what caused my sinuses to really act up was I was walking outside really late at night. Um, and then... The next morning, I had to get up for an early flight. So I probably had like three hour, four hours of sleep. I Three to four hours of sleep, woke up, went on a plane, then dropped down into Nashville, actually. Um, and the whole time I was there, I was like, like sneezing and coughing. And, and I knew exactly why. But it was worth it because I met my niece in person. Shout out to, shout out to uh, my niece. Okay, good uh, thing you swerved to the knees. Because I was about to be like, welcome back to the allergy podcast. Right. Shout We're out bitching to and moaning about our noses. I know. Um, it's crazy. It was it was crazy. To, this is probably like the first time I've ever like held a baby for like that long period of time. Um, I don't know if you have held like a, a baby like that. Um, but it's it was, it was just crazy. It's so cool. Um, so shout out to my niece and uh shout out to um my sister and her husband who are doing very well um so shout out to them and also shout out to the person who lets us a review on apple Podcasts. yes yes um like we said if anyone leaves us a review on apple Podcasts, we will definitely um shout you out and read your review so becca hit it yes this is from star butterfly fan 17 the review is five stars of course (laughs) (laughs) And it's titled, So Fun, Funny, and Nostalgic. I stumbled upon this podcast on TikTok, and I've been really enjoying it. They are so fun and funny. It's so nice to hear people my own age talk about Disney and just have fun recapping shows, movies, and specials while praising the actors and talking about shows or episodes they disliked without being too mean about it. They're just hanging out and having fun, and I love it. That's literally me, Becca. We're just hanging out and loving it. I We're, love yeah. that. I think we <laughs> um, have either dipped our toe into a market that hasn't been fully realized. Um, I feel like nostalgia is really in. And I feel like the people who are finding us are like, wait, I share the same opinions about these shows and I still reference them. Right. When alone. you posted that thing about Sabrina Ryan's BU workout the other day for so a many- second... I didn't realize that it was the Time Machine account, and I was like, oh, who posted that? <laughs> so, <laughs> no, it's that's literally. Proof. Um, so, again, if you read one, we even if you like DM us, thank you so much. Uh, a lot of people, you guys like comment on our Instagram, and it's cool like to see how people have found out about the pod. Oh, um, yeah. This is the first, so I know a lot of people come from Twitter and Instagram, especially. We're really bad on Twitter. Um, <laughs> We're, we're really bad. I just don't have the Twitter app, so it's really hard. For, I just forget about it. Um, but we're, I'm hoping to be better on it. We're, we, we both are. So if you just tweet, um, we try to get to you. But thank you to whoever's listening. It's the we coolest definitely thing. See like it. We always, I mean, Twitter, yeah. like um, a couple of people, Shady Pop, our friend Shady, Shady Pop, Pop in particular, Shady is Pop. excellent about sending us uh, future Disney 411 stories over the Twitter. Yeah, I feel like Shady Pop is um, our on-the-ground on reporter. <laughs> Shady Pop is our street team. <laughs> 
Love you, Shady Pop. Shout out. Um, uh, uh, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. And if you uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, um, we definitely will um, shout you out and read it um, on the episode. Um, so yeah, thank you. Uh, speaking of reading, um, it's time for me to read and share some Disney 411. Yes, major developments this week. Yes, so let's get into it. Disney 411. All right. First story, it's a bit of a renewal um, story. So I'm wondering, I would love to hear about your takes. So Bunked Renewed for Season 7 by Disney Channel. Um, with the renewal of Bunked, the series becomes Disney Channel's longest-running live-action series, beating Raven's Home, which was recently picked up for a sixth season. Most other Disney Channel series have aired for four seasons or less. Um, here is what the executives at Disney Channel had to say about apparently the golden um, show in their crest, yeah. Bunked. Raise your hands uh, if you've watched Bunked out there, folks. Literally. Uh, Bunked has been a defining series for Disney Channel, and its loyal fans keep coming back year after year for the laughs, entertainment, and adventure they know and love. We are looking forward to another season set in the Wild West, uh, full of more outrageous stories and hijinks with our stellar cast of characters. Um, our fantastic showrunner has taken this series to new levels, and we are thrilled that she will continue um, at the helm of the network's longest-running live-action series. So what so do the bunked did... people have on Disney Channel that we don't know? We did look into it, and I think we determined that it hasn't been the same cast the entire time. No. So I, so did... I think that greatly contributes to the longevity so of the show looked... I've barely heard of. Yeah, so what I looked into is it start, it's a Jesse spinoff. That must be why. Disney so Channel is th- airing Jesse everywhere I turn. So these, this is the backstory of Bunked, this current Disney Channel show that's making history. Um, <laughs> so it started out as a Jesse spinoff. So the kids of Jesse starred on it, and then a couple years went by, and then they left the show. Um, and then, like, the side character became the main character, and they are now, like, every couple of years just because it takes place at a camp. They can recycle the young kids, but keep, like, the main person, like, the adult. Yeah. Um, so, kind of like what happened with Raven's Home. Season 5, a revamp of Raven's Home. They got new kids. Um, so, and Raven's right. Home got renewed for season 6. So, I would say, if Raven's Home... So, which Raven's Home has now beat that to Raven, which is crazy to me. I know. Uh... So I think if Bunk can get it renewed, imagine like, what if a Disney Channel show goes for ten seasons? Like the amount of shows that have mm-hmm. never gone past. Like imagine season seven of Hannah Montana. <laughs> it would like, have it'd be an anthology at that point. <laughs> Miley would be like training a new little girl to like to, to, to take over the wig, to take over the wig. Or she could be training um, her new daddy's fiance that's a year stop, younger than her. Stop. Ew, imagine a Hannah <laughs> I'm Montana. getting ahead of myself. I'm getting ahead of myself. Imagine a Hannah Montana anthology series that every four years a new person takes on the helm of Hannah like, of the monitor. What if like Hannah, Hannah it was Montana? Just like the sisterhood of the traveling pants type vibes, where the wig gets like passed down. Ew. It'd be ratty. <laughs> It'd be ratty. And each Hannah Montana is a different um, genre of music. Music. So of oh course, my gosh. It, the original Miley is pop, and then we turn to someone who's like disco Hannah. Anyway, so congrats to Bunked, I guess. I guess. <laughs> I'm not reading it, but good for you. <laughs> um, all right, going on to our next story. Um, our next story is a little bit of um new work news. Um, revolving Adrian Bylone. So. Adrian Bailone, who just signed a talent deal with NBC Universal, Universal, is set to co-host with Justin Sylvester um, in a rebranded um, E News. Um, so oh. E News is like entertainment. Obviously, E News is airs on E, the Entertainment Network, and um, it's bringing E News back. And Adrian Bailone is set to host it. She just signed a deal, a development deal with NBC Universal. Um, and along with that, she shared the news that, um, you know, Adrian Bailon is a new mother. And 
Adrian's former Cheetah Girls co-star Raven has a special connection to the new mom's surrogacy journey. Um, the Disney Channel stars were filming Raven's Home when Bailon found out that her and her husband were expecting the baby. Um, she goes, I actually found out that we were pregnant on the lot, literally in the car in the parking lot in between scenes of shooting the whole journey with my son ever implant." Um, her son ever, even implanting him, finding out that we were pregnant. It was all while shooting and Raven was there. So I can't wait to come back to LA um, so Raven and my son can meet. Aww. And how fun is that? Um, so congrats to Adrian. She's been like in the hosting duties for a while, I think. Yeah. Uh, what is up with these Disney Channel stars moving over to NBC? Right. So we have Very interesting because NBC isn't under the the Disney Disney umbrella. ABC is. So if you think about it, Adrian Bailone now works for NBC and has a development deal. Same with Miley. Mm -hmm. Um, The Jonas Brothers do too because they had that thing on NBC and Nick is like a regular voice host or or coach. Unidentified was on Peacock too. It was on Peacock. It's on NBC. Um, and then, and but Selena Gomez is on Hulu, and Apple, and Apple. Um, <laughs> I I just thought that's so weird. I was like, what are the odds? All these people are NBC, <laughs> trading in the mouse for the peacock. <laughs> um, all right, and we got some good stories. We got some good stories. Speaking, I I want to end this. We have two more stories, but this is kind of <laughs> okay. Um, this is a little speculation news and maybe um, an insider. So who knows how true this is? So Billy Ray Cyrus um, just posted a picture with her, with his um, alleged fiance. Fire, Fire Rose. Rose. Yes. And all it is is a picture of them. It's a facetuned picture. He- heavily. <laughs> it looks like a bunch of Vaseline on the, on the lips. Uh, if you squint, it kind of looks like Billy Ray. They um, look like Sims that someone like spilled a glass of water on. Yes. Um, and she's wearing a ring on that finger. And the caption very much is like, we're engaged. Kinda. They captioned it happy autumn, but they made it a collaborative post. So it shows up the same on both of their feeds. Um, and apparently it's been revealed that they've met a while back. Ever Rose mm-hmm. is like a year younger than Miley. She's a year younger than Miley and allegedly Fire Rose and Billy Ray Cyrus met while Hannah Montana shooting was going on at a studio that they were shooting at. So what was she an extra? Miley's classmate? I think she was just there like recording music. Anyway. Like she wasn't on Hannah Montana, but she was at the same place that Hannah Montana was being filmed as they were filming it. So, is what I gathered. Well, this news kind of like questioned everyone's like, what is happening? Um, but an inside source um, kind of allegedly has Miley's thoughts on what is <gasps> going on. Or so this is an uh, insider sources. This is how Miley is taking. Uh, the, rela- the, the state of the relationship with her parents. Um, the divorce between her parents have put a strain on her relationship with her dad, and it's been hard to connect with him in this last year, the insider um, tells. She hopes they can eventually work on their relationship. Amid speculation that her dad is now engaged to Australian singer Fire Rose, the source noted that Miley doesn't have a relationship with her dad's roommate fiance. She, of course, hope he is happy, um, but Miley has been closer to her mom, Tish, throughout the divorce. A second source echoed the sentiment that the Hannah Montana star and her dad haven't been on the best terms, adding that Miley is very close with her mom and supportive of her. The second insider also noted that in the months following her parents' breakup, she has taken space and felt that that was the healthiest thing to do um, for right now. Dang. Tish got Miley and Billy got Noah. Right. (laughs) Are you team Billy or team Miley? Something's fishy. I don't know. Something's fishy. This is all, it's a weird situation. (laughs) I'm team Miley. It's, It's very weird. Like, also like, Anyway, go look at the Instagram post and you'll understand what we're saying. If you had told me at the beginning of the year that we would be reporting on a rumored Billy Ray Cyrus engagement and that we also would have reported on Tish Cyrus separately on three separate occasions, (laughs) I would have not believed you. (laughs) Right. 
fire. Like, imagine. That's Billy. Billy, call us. Call us, Billy. <laughs> Billy, we we may can help you here. Um, but yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what goes on in the house of Cyrus. <laughs> All right. And our final story, kind of leading into what we're talking about this whole entire episode. I thought this would be a great story to end on. Um, everything is not what it seems. Uh, David Henry, who played older brother Justin Russo in the Disney Channel sitcom Wizards of Waverly Place, is waving his wand and conjuring up an extra special surprise for our fans in honor of the series' 15th anniversary. On October 12th, the actor reposted a throwback snap from Disney Plus Instagram account onto his story, adding, 15 years, miss every second of it, might have something special for all you fans who made this possible, dot dot dot, coming soon. Um, so what do we think? What do we think? Interesting. Why would he post that? If they get a sit on the couch friend style reunion and High School Musical, the musical, the series doesn't give us that, I will be mad. But I can't see it being anything too crazy. Yeah. Selena is pretty busy. Yeah. I think, I think she'd do it. She, she talks about Wizards of Waverly Place all the time and like posts about it. So it's... And I know she's like, I think she's like the godmother to David Henry's daughter. Like they have a really good relationship. Um, oh yeah, and she just posted with Jennifer Stone, who played Harper. So I, yeah, I would say maybe like a reunion special where they talk about fun times. I'd watch that. I'd like. I'd give it a skim for Disney Plus. Um, I'd be weird to. I mean, I don't know. This is not. We're not getting Hannah Montana one, obviously, because <laughs> uh, Billy Ray and Miley are not on speaking terms. They're feuding. We're going to have to f- have Fire Rose uh, sit in the middle. <laughs> Mitchell Musso bringing the peace to the family. Um, so, yeah, good on. We'll, we'll keep you updated if anything happens. Coming yeah. soon. Um, so before we get into we'll the Raven Tone oh, yeah. rehash, just a couple of not full stories, but things uh, worth mentioning. There was a Sky High series confirmed to be in the works this week. Uh, no, I think that was fake. You think so? No, it was. It was like a fake Twitter account. Ah, uh, dang it. Yeah. Okay, well, that was sent to us as a story. So I guess that's debunked. I think. I think is that the one where it's like it only take it's like in the college years? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I looked at it and it's debunked. It's been debunked. Okay, well, if this is the first you're hearing, like it's the first time hearing, that's been debunked. Um, we did report on Jamie Lee Curtis trying to get the judge on a Freaky Friday sequel. You and guys. her she has a whole concept for it. And well, so she's on the Halloween Ends press tour, which is better than any movie in the Halloween franchise she's ever given us. But her concept for her Freaky Friday sequel is that she would play a sexy grandma. And we yeah. at the time of scene uh podcast are salivating over that fact. We're salivating so, about that. Salivating. And one more thing that was said to us on Twitter today. Sophia Wiley. Is she from um, Andy Mack? Yeah. Okay, so the girl from Andy Mack was being interviewed. And the person said, blink, if they're on the series. And she blinked and then was like, oh, my God, wait, I didn't just make a blink. And she said, I can't confirm or deny, but I will say that anything could happen. If they're, like, via video, oh, I'm going to be bad. <laughs> Trust me, like, if they're going to get through all this effort to get them on screen, get them all together, damn it. Right. (sighs) Well, speaking of going through the effort to get people on screen together and then kind of wasting that potential, um, (gasps) it's time for Raven's Home Rehab. Let me tell you something. Yeah, this is actually a special Raven's Home because this was the 100th um, episode of Raven's Home. 100th episode. It was called Keeping It 100. And it was directed by Raven. It was directed by Raven. uh, Guest starring returning to our screens, uh, Annalise Vanderpoel as Chelsea. Yes. So this episode was like, yeah, go ahead. The plots of this, the A and the B plot kind of align. Yeah, they kind of... Bayside is celebrating its 100 years as a school and there's going to be this big celebration. Ivy is playing and Booker has a vision that Ivy and Neil get detention and aren't able to go. But similar to a plot line in That's a Raven, um, Ivy and Neil decide they don't want to hear about Booker's visions anymore and then they end up getting detention. 
And then meanwhile, Chelsea is coming back, coming to San Francisco to visit Raven. And they're just kind of, I guess their plan was just to sit in the house the whole time. I thought (laughs) Chelsea was going to come back because they're going to this event. Right. Like Um, if it was going to be a class reunion or something. That's what I thought. But it's not. And because at one point in the episode, getting ahead of it, but Chelsea and Raven are just sitting there reading magazines. Right. <laughs> like, I guess um, that was the plan. Also, and that I all thought, kind of converges. I thought this episode was going to be an explanation of where everyone else from Raven's home was. Nope. Nia, Levi. Like, where is Chelsea? Like, is Chelsea living in the apartment Raven Yes. Left? I think so, because at one point in this episode, she says, I turned the boys' room into something. Okay. Which she's must si- mean ne- either Nia or Levi is no longer living with Chelsea. Um, no, I think Nia's Nia, living with her dad, right? With her dad. That's yeah. what I think the plot was. Okay. Um, um, so, no, yeah, because Chelsea mentions that she's still living in Chicago. Um, but one of the coolest parts about this episode was they do a flashback to Raven's first vision that she ever had. Yes, and the girl um, who plays Alice plays young Raven, which I, that made me itch. That made you, like, in a good way? I didn't like it. <laughs> oh, I thought she was fine. I guess. Um, but I thought it was cool. I thought it was nice to, like, um, the lore of what yes. Raven Baxter is. Because in the original show, Chelsea. we never, yeah, in the original show, we never knew what Raven's first vision was or how she got them. Yeah. At first, uh, so. We see young Chelsea. We see young Alana. We also see, they're not mentioned by name, but if you know, you know, young you know, Muffy you know, and, and Loka. Uh, no mention of Eddie again. Right. And then Eddie. also, so in the, within that flashback, Raven comes home to a young Victor whose hair oh. they did dirtier, dirty. We get a mention of Tanya. We do. And he does um, the Tanya thing. Because oh, yeah. Raven comes home and says that, like, basically that something happened to her for the first time. Yeah. And he goes, Tanya! But then <laughs> he tries what, to talk to her about it. Which we've been doing for 15 years. And you hear Victor Baxter say the words, your cycle. I... So periods are part of the That's a Raven world now. <laughs> <laughs> that was that would have not been uttered in 2005. Uh-uh. Absolutely mm. not. So, yeah, we are um, not in our regular Disney Channel era. Regular Raven, adult Ravens fit through this whole episode. She looks like a lampshade in your grandmother's house. But <laughs> it was very reminiscent of, like, old school Raven fashion. It's like a matching top and bottom, but the top is like a peplum top with feathers on the bottom. And yeah, then it, it, so there's what ha- Booker has a vision. and He goes to the school to try to break Ivy and Neil out of detention because they think that Principal Alana... Um, spent all the money for the celebration on her dress, and it's just. Did you did you um, catch who designed the dress? Cabana, a Cabana right? A Cabana original, and it was a cheetah Ooh. print dress. Well, didn't you see? Oh um, yeah. Some unaired or yet to be aired some, Ravens yeah. home episodes were uploaded Disney to Plus. Disney Plus. Yeah. Disney Are they Plus still op- there? I think so. Disney Plus just uploaded the rest uh, of some episodes on Disney Plus. Um, but Adrian Bylone was in a cheetah dress. That was on purpose for sure. Of course it was. Um, and that means, um, I think one of the episode thumbnails confirmed Donna Cabana appearance. Donna Cabana will be season. returning. <coughs> uh, callbacks. A lot of callbacks. And then a lot of callbacks to episodes that don't exist. Yeah. There was a scene of Raven and Chelsea in the kitchen talking about all the times that they've flooded the kitchen in the Baxter house. Yeah. Which we like, never saw. Yeah. I'm like, there are so many That's a Raven episodes where weird things happened and you chose to fictionalize them. Like, say, like, remember that time we had so many frogs in here? I was thinking they were going to say, remember the time we shoved the whole artichoke head down the garbage disposal and it came out through the shower when Victor was in the shower. <laughs> yeah, there's so many. There's so many, there's like, so many things that have happened in the kitchen. They reference the, the stinky cheese in the vents. because They, they do. Because right, the whole time Raven Chester was like, we're grown up now. We don't do it, those hijinks anymore. Um, and then they and go then, of and course, they get a hijinks. The hijinks. And then yeah. at the end of the episode... Raven does, who, who, I don't think she's done in a while. 
she falls like the dummy like version of Raven where it's a complete <laughs> dummy falls to the ceiling and Raven Simone pops yes. back up and goes I'm okay we also got um, at one point a hundred layer cake falls on Alana and you see the dummy just like take the full of that cake full force <laughs> I, love, I love a good dummy uh, stunt double they also referenced um, Chelsea brings up the giant pizza yeah very strange their references in this episode um, yeah, very, very. We random. also get a particularly stupid Chelsea moment where Raven and Booker are stuck in the air vent and she's trying to help them get untangled and just gets herself stuck on top of them. But because of the way the set was, you could clearly tell there was literally no wall to Booker's left. Oh, so yeah. there was absolutely no reason he should have been stuck. Um, I just. It was fun to see Raven and Annalisa together on screen again. Yes. I think half the time then- it's just them goofing off. It is. And you can tell that the chemistry is still there. And that's really like the driving force of this episode, yeah. even though it really didn't give them much to do. Yeah. And at the um, very end of it, we get a very brief scene where Alana, Raven and Chelsea are all in the same room. And it just really was they didn't, not yeah, much thought, of anything. I thought Adrian was going to mention like, Chelsea, what are you doing here? I haven't seen you so right. long. Like, or that they would have a, like a fight. I don't know. I mean, clearly, we've said it before. This show, this current iteration of Raven's Home is not for us. It's for no, kids. No, but if With you're going to... With a few bits for us sprinkled in. Well, but I need bigger sprinkles. I know. <laughs> and it's funny how, like, when they sprinkle in a That's a Raven moment, they have to explain it in a way for yeah. viewers who haven't watched the show. And we're like, yeah, we know, we know. <laughs> um, anyway... I thought it was an okay episode. It was fine. It was better than the ones we've been reviewing in a while. I will say, just based on all the hype around it, especially with it being the 100th episode, I think I was expecting more. I was, yeah, I was expecting a more, like, grandiose episode. Exactly. And it uh, makes me worry for the season finale starring Tanya. Ooh, uh, yeah, I'm kind of, because, like, I felt like they utilized Chelsea not as... Because you have a, you have not yeah. only a, that Raven re- character returning, you're having an original Raven's Home cast member returning. Exactly. That the Disney Channel audience today knows. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. But I mean, yeah, half, half the time Raven's Raven and Chelsea's scenes were on the couch. I know. Like your best friend is coming into town for the weekend, and you really didn't plan anything for you to do. That is not the right, right way. Right. I, I, there should have been a scene where Raven was like, girl, we going to hit the club. <laughs> like, that's sort of, the yeah. Raven I know. Right, right, right. <laughs> and then they'd anyway. end up in the vents at the club. Right. Because like, that's... <laughs> I don't know. We need to write this freaking season. We've come up with so many great ideas. <laughs> Disney, call us. Um, any more thoughts on Raven's song? No, it just, it was. It, it was, was an episode. Well, bye, Chelsea. It was fun to see you again. Right. See have you fun, Annalisa, on the Disney. <laughs> have fun, Annalisa, on the Disney um, princess tour that you're on. I hope she is. I hope she's doing. She's well. having a great time. Nothing yeah. but the she's, best for her. Nothing but the best for our Chelsea. Nothing um, but the well, best for the queen who sang over it. Right. Ooh, to hear that live. <laughs> Talk about foaming at the mouth. Humming, humming, humming. Okay, PSA. If you don't know what we're talking about, YouTube over it by Annalise Vanderpool. Outsold, outsold all your. If you're listening to the Time Machine podcast, I surely hope you know what we're talking about. <laughs> right, right. Now, I don't want to tell anyone to get out, but uh, the door's right behind me. So, <laughs> all right. Well, if that's the end of Ravens and Rehash, that is the end yes. of our Disney four one one. Speaking of the door being right behind me, slam, boom. <laughs> uh, we're back with the. <laughs> the month of Friday's all through the month of October covering various iconic Halloween appearances on the Disney Channel. Um, this week has brought us to the Wizards of Waverly Place episode, Halloween. And this yes. also means we have covered an episode of Wizards in the first, second, and third seasons. Anyway, so yeah, exactly what Becca said. We're covering um, the episode um, creatively titled Halloween. Um <laughs> Uh, season three episode aired October 16th, um, 2009. And basically this episode is about the substation, um, the Waverly substation wanting to um, p- 
put on a haunted house and apparently the town or like the the district whatever is threatening to pull the russos out of the haunted house um makers or whatever have you because it's not being scary so they have to really um scare the pants off these people so they can keep their haunted house each year um our overall thoughts initially (laughs) go it's a bit boring yeah um yeah like i don't selena gomez as alex is still fun and snarky but not quite as like biting as she was in the earlier seasons i think uh justin is awful as always every time we watch a (laughs) wizards of waverly place episode i truly think justin russo is probably one of the worst characters on disney channel i had that written down he's so annoying he's so smug thinks he's so smug and he like just he's so moralless and spineless and like he's just sucks yeah, I don't know if this is how Justin Russo is written or if it's David Henry's performance. Um, I have no idea, but I don't like it at all. Yeah, he stinks. And this episode, I felt like when the whole cast is together, it seems heavily improv There was that I one No, okay, I see what you mean now that you're saying that. There was this one scene where they all start arguing and um, and they're, yeah, it's it's very weird. I could definitely tell when, oh, that was not scripted because something David Henry said and how he acted. And the same with um, yeah, uh, Selena and Jake T. Austin. I said, this is not and, how their characters would respond to this and, and the also, way they're saying it. This For being a Halloween episode, this is just people talking. And it's a freaking magic show. <laughs> like, nothing happens other than people talking to each other. Yeah, you're freaking wizards <laughs> of Waverly Place. Not people talking of Waverly Place. Do some freaking... This is Halloween. This is what your show is supposed to be about. If this was a Christmas... If they were, like, elves of Waverly Place... And it was a Christmas episode, and they're just talking about how we need to make the best, um, um, I don't know, Christmas station. I'd turn it off. Uh, like, like this, like this should be like a big, grandiose episode. This is the only like yeah. holiday. This is the only holiday episode Wizards of Waverly Place ever had. Really? And it's a season three episode. So you can yeah. tell me three years up into this popular show, <gasps> Halloween. Oh, this is great. They're wizards. Wizards are part of Halloween. They and had the budget. They, they probably spent all the budget on that one effect. You can always tell when Wizard Wave Place is having like an effect, like a magic <laughs> effect, because the quality turns a little bit wonky a little bit so they can do it. <laughs> I always okay. like, oh, here it goes. Well, Selena's, about, just, Selena's about to wave her wand. I guess we should just get into the episode. So yeah. this episode begins with Alex Russo dressed for Easter. <laughs> she's it's halloween and the fit that she wears before she changes into her halloween costume is like a blue dress with a pink belt yeah and she doesn't want to do her dishes of course she and doesn't. so um the mom's like alex did you do the dishes and she's like um yeah i did and this is wh- why the this is why the theme song was made when you report on a book you never read um <laughs> you can do anything with the um, snappy fingers. With the snappy can... fingers, you can make a better Halloween episode than this. That's what I said. <laughs> One, two. Uh, <laughs> um, and so she does um, magic to do the dishes. And of course, the mom's like, I don't want magic in my house. I'm like, honestly, I would take it. Right. Take the win. Like, yeah, whatever. Um, the dishes are then, done. <laughs> yeah. Why are you complaining? Like, how you get from A to B shouldn't matter. <laughs> Uh, but this kind of just sets the stage of, to remind the viewers that the mom does not want really anything to do with magic. Yeah. Um, then you shouldn't have married a freaking wizard. Exactly. <laughs> so that's on you. Um, so uh, Justin comes in and he's saying how he's so excited about Halloween this year because they get to make a scary haunted house. Oh, and Justin is so smug in this scene. It's awful. This is like when Alex and Justin are arguing because Justin makes his the haunted houses lame each year. Yeah, um, and his idea this year is to make it be like, if you're addicted to video games, you're going to have a bad life and you'll become a hobo on the beach or something like that. Yeah. 
I don't know. Disney Channel buzzwords, you know. Yeah. I just don't know. Justin doesn't, especially, I don't know if it's season three, his wardrobe doesn't, what he's saying and how David Henry is styled isn't coinciding with me. (laughs) He's not like, he's supposed to be like the nerd of the show. Yeah, he's styled very popular boy. Yeah. Like Aeropostale, like he stinks. Yeah, a like body that's, spray and like and his hair. You know he spent like an hour out. in hair getting gelled and flat. Yeah, I don't this know. Season. I think like season one, Justin tracks a little bit more. Absolutely, if I remember correct, because yeah. we watched the first episode and he's like, in, like he's like Cody from um, Sweet Life. Yeah, sweater vest. And even when in the Sweet Life on deck, when they got older, Cody was still the same character, but they still dressed him like uh, Cody. Like, called it, yeah, like. But like an older version, like collared yeah. shirts and I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, um, speaking of change across the seasons, we get another voice change jump scare. <laughs> from, Di- from Diego himself. <laughs> from Jake D. Austin. There's also one point where they clearly used a transition that was like from a previous season because everyone was, was so much, so younger much younger in it than they were in the current episode. I also think... This show's so random. Like, did they and never, did they just shoot all their transitions in, like, season one and just never shoot anymore? I don't know. Like, some of them were up to date and some of them they used, like, year from years past. Um, but then they have, like, a family meeting about how this is, like, their last chance to um, make a haunted house because the guy comes in and tells them, I don't even know what his official duty is. He's just oh, a smug, saying? like, awful dude. That comes yeah. in and is like, if you guys can't make your haunted house scary this year, you're going to be selling kettle corn next year. Yeah, it's like the uh, the Waverly Place Street, the substation, mm-hmm. um, their duty is the haunted house. And each year, it's kind of like so-so. So this is their final year to prove it. Otherwise, their station's going to be taken away. Yeah. Um, and Alex has a great line where they're talking about how they do need to ramp up the haunted house. She says, normally I wouldn't agree with people in ties. Yeah. <laughs> like that's um, such a broad range of people. Yeah. Um, I will have to say Alex Russo is a is a I do she's the most unique um, main Disney Channel character. Yeah. Of the girls, I would say she's not like you know. I feel like uh, especially Liz McGuire and Hannah Montana sometimes are kind of interchangeable a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's nice to see kind of like. Because the main character is supposed to be, you know, someone who's like goes for it and um, gets good grades and you know, kind of like that. And Alex Bruce was like, you know what? I'm just here to, <laughs> I'm just here um, to show up and have a good time. It's so, yeah, kinda, it's so interesting like how like Lizzie and like Hannah, like the other Disney girls, they mess up along the way, but like at their core, they're good girls. And Alex is like lazy and rude yeah, always, yeah. <laughs> which I think is funny. It's fun to, like, have that variety of the main yeah. Disney kid. I mean, she has her morality moments where, like, she makes a mistake and she learns the lesson. But you know at the very beginning of the next episode, she's going to be on the couch and be like, nope, sorry, I forget everything yeah. I learned last week. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fun. It's fun. Um, but they have a... Oh, Harper knows about the wizard secret at this point. Yeah. Um, so now she's more involved in the plot, which I think is always helpful for the side character. But she's but they so know the barely secret. in this episode. Right. <laughs> um, so they go into um, the the lair. They have a family meeting without the mom because oh, what they yeah, de- yeah, yeah. what they decided was they need to go get ghosts in the ghost world to help them with the haunted house. And I think the um, they had to get ghosts that wouldn't um, aren't like too scary. Yeah. Because then the mom would realize that they used magic without her permission. Um, and so Harper, I love that they're trying to do like a low rent Diagon Alley moment with them going like yeah. through the porthole into this separate world. Right. Where there's so evil. Harper, so Harper and Alex go to what are we calling this? The ghost district the ghost is what world? they called it. Ghost district. It's, yeah. it's just a bunch of netting hung up on ladders. Is what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's probably like <laughs> an old set they used for an alleyway. Like it's and, 2009. Y'all couldn't have thrown a CGI background up there. Right. Netting and ladders. It really was low budget. <laughs> it was so low, low budget. budget. 
Also, why does Harper get to go across dimensions now? Because, you know, now she's part of the secret, so she gets to go on the adventures a little bit more. I guess. They also say that, like, Harper's like, oh, I didn't realize the ghost district was so close. It's right under the cemetery. And (laughs) then Alex is like, yeah, you just have to dig up a grave to get there. So add grave robbing to the list of Alex (laughs) Russo's crimes. Alex Russo, grave robber. And then, like, throughout this episode, not only does she uproot graves, but her and Harper, like, trade things that they found in these graves, like Halloween candy. Right, they're going to get cursed. And Harper literally is like, I don't know why people are always buried with nice things. It's such a waste. They're rude. They are just skipping over, like... All right, Harper, when you pass away, <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna dress you in rags instead of your dress made of um, colored pencils. Right. <laughs> like, speaking of the Disney Channel Good Girls of the past, and here we have our two main characters committing grave <laughs> robbery, <laughs> and it's an afterthought. Wa- Waverly Place is not like your other Disney Channel Waverly shows. Place is a lawless life. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so then they like meet some ghosts, and of course, I feel like a ghost, a ghost trope is they're scared of humans more than yeah, they are because they're like oh, human. Yes. And then Alex says, "It's okay, I'm a wizard," and they're all like, "Whoo!" Okay, cool. But they um, they so end up getting these kind of like lame ghosts. They get like a lady who knits a lot but has bone hands, and they get a tall guy who takes off his hat. And his CGI brain is, is pulsating. Right. That's where the budget went. And the first time he says, um, how's the weather looks like brain, which was a little funny. But then later on in the episode, he says, nice to brain you. Which <laughs> yeah, there's, like, there's, there's only so many puns we can take. Apparently, <laughs> the, the number is one. Because they didn't give him another one. And then they also have to take this guy who is basically a fish sticks mascot. In, like, a yellow um, raincoat and hat who says he has scary stories to tell. Which the scariest stories end up being about, like, him getting in the hot tub and his swim trunks falling off. I laughed at his scary stories. I will admit. Yeah. But, like, weren't they, like, playing poker when they were <laughs> just hanging out? Yeah. <laughs> um. So, because Alec, Alec, the rule was to make them, like, lame. And Alex wanted to go for, like really scary to like really scare the pants off these yeah. people and alex and meets comp- this ghost named mantooth who apparently is like justin's boogeyman basically yeah like scares the crap out of justin so bad that he says justin is on his resume <gasps> wait pause speaking of justin flashback to the family meeting they had early in the episode when they're when justin's like why isn't mom here and alex is like oh because we're talking about magic and she can't know about it because the dad is in on it yeah um and Justin's like, well, who's going to um, let me keep time? And Alex breaks his pencil. And then freaking Justin's like, Alex breaks pencil, 255. I'm like, shut up. Yeah, Justin serves no purpose in this ep, really. Um, we, we've watched three episodes of Wiz- Wizards on this <laughs> podcast, and every one reminds me of how much I do not like Justin Russo. Exactly. Anyway, so just uh, Mantooth just says that he's like scared Justin and Alex really, really wants to get him. But she ends up taking the fish sticks guy instead. And twice within the fish stick man's first story, Disney Channel uses the laugh track sound. that's like, so somebody, I guess, thought the fish stick story was really funny. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, Alex brings up those three goes that she picked. So the rest of the family can kind of like see what the deal is. Yeah. And the whole, they were going to like, they have to pretend that they aren't like real ghosts because the mom comes down. Yeah. Even though they're green and see-through. Yeah. And like one when, of them drops an object that Alex hands to her. Yeah. Because the mom goes, oh, you got some scary, you got some people to help us with the haunted house. And the whole time I said, is she pretending that she doesn't know? And it's going to be revealed that like, these are the ghosts you got? I know you guys did this. I mean, when they reveal but... it to her, she's like, you guys really went to the ghost district and you couldn't get anything better than this? Yeah, but before, it was clearly obvious they were ghosts. Yeah. But but the mom was like, oh, look at these. Like, even after um, the, like, the thing went through the ghost, she still was like, oh, what? 
Listen, she's like, hot and dumb. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, yeah, but when she it finally clicks, it's the joke is that she's like, well, if you're going to do it, you better do it well. Yeah, exactly. Um, so then Alex so. goes back to the ghost district while everybody else kind of puts the haunted house together without her. And can we talk about Max real quick? Yeah. Um, and he, he, cause they said, okay, because Alex has to go get the ghost, but the, the haunted house is starting. So they kind of need some things, you know, promised ghosts. So we need a ghost. So Max just puts a sheet over his head with a mustache and he called his mustache something. And I can't remember. I don't what either. He said. But then like Justin is in a skeleton costume without a head on. Harper is eating as the Bride of Frankenstein. Um, the mom is eating as Cher and doing a Cher impression. Yeah. And she looks um, good. She looks good. And then uh, <laughs> and then um, Alex just has an orange shirt that says costume on it. Boo. Uh, <laughs> Come on. Is, <laughs> yeah. You know Alex doesn't care. She puts, I know. She wants to do, the guy, she the wants guy to in the tie effort. that's like the head of Waverly Place calls her Rebel Russo. Rebel Russo. Which, that's a good stage name. I'm stealing it. <gasps> Alex Russo, Rebel Russo. But I when he that. comes back to see the haunted house, he's like, oh, Rebel Russo is just in a shirt that says costume. She I feel the, like, uh, I honestly feel like it would be more true to Alex's character to do something that was like a stupid pun. Yeah, like what? What would you? What would your Alex Russo costume be? Um, I don't know. Like a. <laughs> see, I think the costume. I just tracks. think like like I I guess so. But Alex is like so into fashion and like dressing up that I would expect her to deliver maybe not something where she looked all that silly, but like a little well, bit more than maybe maybe be like a co- like she's holding something. So like what she's holding and what she's wearing, if you connect it. Um, yeah, so, like I'm not. Like I don't expect her to be in like a party city shake and go. Right. I just think that she um, would do a little bit more than a V neck that just says costume. Yeah. But I don't know. She had no time. She had to get the ghost. Maybe she wasn't feeling it that year. I mean, she's like what sixteen at this point. Yeah. Yeah. She she was a Ghostbuster. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you gonna call, Alex Russo? Oh man. Um. <laughs> so then, like the guy shows up with his family, I guess. And it seems like they're the only ones who walk through the haunted house. Yeah. And so like Harper, they're all trying to stall and do a haunted house before Alex gets there. Yeah. With, with Mantooth. Cause she's going down to get, oh yeah. She goes back to the ghost world and they all left because it's Halloween. Yeah. And Mantooth Um, shows back up like right on time with a bag of candy. Yeah. That actor has been in so much and I can't remember what his name is. Yeah. what um he has been in um his name is Sean Whalen. It looks um not looks like I'm reading it. Up. <laughs> so his name is Sean Whalen. Oh, he's been bunked. <laughs> uh, bunked at it again. The sweet life. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, he's, he's been oh, in he a was in the f- lot of stuff. He he was in the first Got Milk ad. So the Aaron Burr Aaron. one. What? I think that was the first one. Yes. Where like the yeah. hotline rings and the guy's like, Oh mama. Yeah, he's he plays the um the hapless history buff. Yes. In the first guy milk out. Oh my gosh. That's we have wild. a legend. We have a legend in the episode. Labrats. Labrats. Anyway. He was in an episode. So she, he was in four episodes so, of Lost. Well, he's found in this episode. Um so yeah, she brings back Mantooth and the whole episode, he is like building himself up that he's like Justin's boogeyman and he's, you know, the big baddie. So he finally comes to the substation and his uh, trick doesn't really go over well. Yeah, basically what his big scary trick is, is to turn around, put his hands like over his eyes like glasses and go... Boogity, 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 which scares the, like, crap out of Justin. Well, probably because it's, like, <laughs> triggers him. <laughs> and then, so that's the that's the grand reveal, basically. And yeah, the and- guy is like, this sucks. We're leaving. Your haunted house is shut down. And then Mantooth is like, wait, wait, wait. That's not the only one I have. 
and he leads in with another boogity 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 and then the effect effect that they probably spent the whole episode's budget on his head gets like really big and blurry (laughs) and smeared and his eyes kind of change color and justin i don't know if you noticed it but justin faints i didn't (laughs) he like does like a very much like soap opera (sighs) oh like lady lady falling onto a sofa yeah (laughs) and (laughs) you don't know what that if you hear (laughs) you know what i mean yeah um and so everyone runs and leaves and while the main the head of the halloween bash whatever leaves he's like you guys are done you guys are done with the haunted house and they're like wait we you wanted it scary so here you go they said yeah i wanted it scary not traumatized um and so then they decide that ultimately they are still going to shut down the Waverly Substation. Because it was <laughs> too house, scary. Which has me scratching my head. Like, really, no other tours are coming through. I, I could not at any point put my finger on what the logistics of this haunted house inner circle are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure maybe there's, like, another, another restaurant across the street that was vying to be the haunted house. Um, but it's not like it's, a, like, a... You're closing down your restaurant? Right. Interesting. Huh. Like, that's a business. <laughs> it's not like a church, like a church fair <laughs> or something. Um, but of course, they all kind of, what, Alex is like, we did this together. Yeah, she's like, we failed, but we failed together. And because I failed, let's all agree to never send Alex to do anything again, okay? <laughs> Which is very me. I'm like, very, iconic. I got it. very iconic of yeah. her. She's like, well, I messed up. Don't let me do it again. All right? Okay. <laughs> Yeah. More time um, for me to sit on the couch. All right? Okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love her. I, I love a lazy main character. And Alex is a, she's a rebel Russo, but she's also a lazy bum. She inspired a whole <laughs> generation of us lazy girls. <laughs> right. This one's for the lazy girls. This one's for the lazy girls who know um, how to throw an insult or two. <laughs> so... What's the so just kind of I just want to kind of throw some things out about this episode. What's the point of Max Russo? Exactly. <laughs> There's no point to him. His only point just, is to put on a sheet and a mustache. He has maybe five lines, and every one of them are bits. Yeah. And the joke is Max is dumb, and the whole family thinks he's dumb. <laughs> And maybe, he like did like a, a werewolf dance. And that's all he did the whole episode. Maybe they just like don't know what to do with Jake T. Austin now that he's older. Yeah, it's just very strange because the whole because of every I felt like every because of course you have to have the parents. Uh, you have yeah. to have the older brother because him and Alex like get into it. I mean, Alex I feel like Max's fr- whole thing was usually like either scenes with the dad or scenes with um, Justin. Yeah, and neither and so, one of those things really happen in this episode, so that may be why he was also kind of benched. Yeah. This was... So now that we've talked through the episode, kind of like closing thoughts, this was lame. Yeah, it's about as lame as their uh, haunted house. Yeah. For a show that's about magic, it's setting up for this Halloween episode could be fun. You know what was also like scarier spooky. than anything that happened in this episode was that one guy's face in the last Wizards episode that we covered. Yes. The like smiley yes. guy. The prosthetic. Horrifying. Um, makeup. Scary yeah. to me as an adult. But it's like you're a show about magic and your whole Halloween episode is you guys talking. Yeah. And talking about a- like how it can't be too scary. They like, literally had no money to do things, I guess. Exactly. Come on. You're in season three. So Selena if Gomez this... Is a, if this Selena ep- Gomez is a teen sensation at this point. If this episode were a genre of horror, it would clearly be uh, a B-horror movie the, on the budget of a <laughs> ham sandwich. Because they had That's nothing so, to give. That is so funny. A B-horror. It really is. It really is. Uh, I, I just got so mad. Because yeah. it's just... Like going back to another show that has some like supernatural elements that's a raven their halloween episode was leaned into the fact that it was a supernatural show yeah and they got turned into cows 
periodically through the episode. And this is all we get is Alex talking to ghosts, saying, come spook with us. And one boogity boogity effect. And one, like one boogity boogity and we're out of here. Come on. Come it was on. Uh, it was giving large Marge. <laughs> uh, anyway, well, I guess it's time for a somewhat spooky You're Reading Disney Channel. You're Reading Disney Channel. Uh, you're Reading Disney Channel is a segment we like to do on our podcast um, when we talk about a specific TV show or movie. And since we're talking about um, the episode Halloween of Wizards of Waverly Place, we'll be reading a scene from this episode. Uh, This is actually the beginning of the episode where Justin walks into the living room and Alex (laughs) is um, listening to him talk about what he wants to do for the haunted um, house this year. Um, So that's really all you need to know, the setup. Um, So... Um, Becca, would you like to be Justin or would you like to be Alex? Um, I think I was Justin last time. I could be wrong, but either way, I'll do Alex. All right. All right. Um, so I'll be Justin and you will be Alex. I'll try to be as smug as I can be <laughs> um, to do this one. All right. Um, and Action. This is going to be the best Halloween yet. I've got a great idea for our haunted house. Ugh, stop calling it a haunted house. It's not even scary. You just do stupid skits about making bad choices. Okay, an amusement attraction that teaches people lessons about the gravity of life's decisions isn't stupid. Justin, you're a wizard. You could make the scariest haunted house of all time. Exactly. That's why this year's theme is peer pressure. Make good people make bad choices. So I got a whole room where people are playing video games instead of doing homework. Then you get pressured into playing. Then we quickly act out how your life is going to go. Video games, no homework, flunk out, beach hobo. Oh, I do love the beach. And scene. It seems as though Justin also thought his house would have a bigger budget because where was he going to get the budget for all these extras? Yeah, when all they had it? around was props. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, so. um, as far as ranking this episode out of frights, ooh, I think I'm gonna, gonna have to go on the low end and give it a two and a half out of five oh, frights. Gonna, the episode was just w- it was just kind of like not exciting. And as far as the frights go, they clearly put all their effort into that one facial effects scare that wasn't really that effective. Oh, I'm going to give it a one. Oh? It's a one. Oh? Because I'm just saying (laughs) it's there for the picking. Your supernatural show, Halloween, should be your big episode. And they didn't care. They didn't care. (laughs) Um, But anywho, there's always next year, I guess. No. You're done. This is the only one they ever did. Um, (laughs) So what's the Disney Channel lesson we learned today? The Disney Channel lesson that I learned today is if you're going to make the extra effort to rob a grave and cross dimensions, you need to make sure that what you're bringing back with you is going to be worth your while. Hmm. I like that. I think my Disney Channel lesson is if you live in a house full of wizards and it's quicker for them to do their chores that you ask them to do via magic, let them do it. Let them. It'll make your life easier. Let Alex just do the dishes in one fell swoop of the of the wand. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, um, Becca. If people want to see how not scary your haunted house will be this year, where can they find you? You can find me being not scary on Instagram and Twitter at Heyo It's Becca, TikTok at Becca's Records, YouTube at Becca Stogner. And on my other podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group, YGSSG podcast on all the socials with a new Halloween-ish episode coming out uh, this next week. <laughs> Ooh, interesting. And if you want to follow me on any of the social medias, I'm at Real Hunter Martin on Instagram, um, H Cameron Martin on Twitter. And if you want to keep up to date on everything about this podcast, you can find us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, just type in the Time Mastering Podcast. You'll find us there. Uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. And if you leave us a review, we will read it out loud and give you a shout out on an episode. Uh, give us five stars on Spotify, if you ever so please. Um, 
let us like yeah follow us on all the social medias tell us what you like tell us what you don't like tell us what you want to hear tell us what you don't want to hear uh dm us uh leave us comments we love <clears throat> excuse me Ooh. we love talking to you guys i know it's like a little <laughs> it's the wizard way we place gods getting mad at me for bashing the episode <laughs> they're choking um, you we uh, i know <laughs> uh they're uh we love talking to you guys uh conversing with you guys um because it's one of the coolest things about this um because we you guys have so much fun listening to this as we have making it all right well that was the last episode episode in the month of france but next week we are covering the decom that you guys voted on us to cover this year yes. and we will be switching from wizards to, to witches, witches. <laughs> maybe twin witches to be precise yeah and i'm excited to talk about it because this um movie we're doing twitches duh uh, <laughs> um this movie has a special place in the lore of the becca and hunter friendship yeah we watched it like very so we, early we, on yeah so we'll save that for yeah um, that episode because we'll definitely have to talk about that um so yeah all right well that's all for this one until next time we will see you later time travelers always buckle your seatbelts <laughs>